Hey everybody, this is podcast 100. Woohoo! So what do I have for you today? So, you want to practice yoga at home. Listen to the disclaimer and I'll help you out. Hey you, so a little bit of FYI, a little bit of disclaimer. I'm not a professional, not at all. I'm merely a student sharing her life wisdom, her experiences with you, be they good or bad, whether you resonate with them or be like, I ain't ever doing it that way. Just an idea. Take it what you will for entertainment purposes. All right. So with that said, and and please don't be one of those people like the devil made me do it. On with the show. Hey, everybody. All right. So you want to practice yoga at home. Here's the great benefit about doing yoga at home is that you do it at home at your own time. You take away the excuses that you don't have time or that, A, there's no studio nearby. You know, I always crack up whenever people go and tell me, but I can't find a studio nearby or one that I like. And the craziest part is there is one nearby in your home. And when you say the one that you like, that means you have a preference. You can be your own teacher. So this is what you do. All you need is just the space and the allotted time. If you live with people at home, children, (laughs) spouse, whomever, roommate, ask, please, at this time, do not disturb me. I'm attempting to do a 15-minute practice, a 30-minute practice, an hour-long practice. If you need to set a timer outside to let people know until this dings, then you could bother me. Then you could disturb me. Then you could interrupt me. Let's say that. Then you could have my attention. Let's say that. You'll just need a yoga mat. And I ask that you don't go out of your way buying a $75, $100 yoga mat. Because here's the thing. How often are you going to practice? You don't know yet. You're trying to figure something out. A lot of times people go out of their way. I mean, you know, like, hey, I'm about to try this new thing and I'm going to buy the books. I'm going to buy the tools, everything. And the next, you know, boom, you only use it once. Never do it again. Three years later, there's a yard sale and there's all the stuff you just invested and bought. Right. Your book is now found at the used half price bookstore. You know what I'm saying? Two yoga blocks. And the reason why you want two yoga blocks is because, hey, you know, reaching can be there, you know. And a lot of the times, too, um, it's a great prop to sit on, a great prop to elevate you, a great prop to let your feet settle. Sometimes we need that extra. You'd be surprised about what having a blanket under your arm or a block underneath your sacrum, your tailbone would help you with your back or whatever it is that allow you to release tension. 
you'd be surprised. A yoga blanket, falsa, is what they call it, uh, a Mexican blanket, a, um, a thick bath towel. And those, again, are props. If you can be on your knees, but you have knee issues and you need a little bit more cushion, having that blanket is there for you. That's another thing. When it comes to your yoga mat, don't opt for a thick, cushiony yoga mat. If you're going to look for a thick yoga mat, make sure it's dense when it's thick. Because I can, I can handle dense, but I can't handle when you buy yourself a thick yoga mat and it's mushy. The reason why is you need stability. And if you're on a mushy yoga mat, thick yoga mat, and you're trying to do a balancing pose or standing, you will lose stability. And I get that you want that thick mat because of your knees, but at the same time, that's what a blanket is great for, is that it will help you with that. That is all you need. You don't need to have music. In fact, I prefer and used to teach, I don't teach students now, but we're about to do that. When are we gonna start back? Actually next year. When I first started, we didn't play any music. There is no need for music. It's a distraction. It's just like going to the gym when, you know, jazzercise was the thing back in the day. For those that are young, <coughs> who have no idea what jazzercise is. But you could go to the gym and they have those group exercise classes and they're playing music, right? Could you imagine taking a Zumba class without any music? But sound is just distraction rather than being present. And if there was any sound I needed my students to hear, I wanted them to hear each other's breath, breathing in and out from their nose, that audible ujjayi breathing. But we're not going to get into that. I just want you to get started. So now that you have your props, you have the space, you have the allotted time. Now what I want you to do is this. Don't buy a book. What I do want you to do is, since you are listening at my podcast on your phone or on your laptop, desktop, you have access to the internet. You have access to YouTube. Go to YouTube. And on YouTube, you, will, you could go and search for gentle yoga. In the description, I'll give you some other listings of other teachers you could look for on YouTube that can help you. Like I have, I don't really know her name off top of my head right now, but there's a really good one that I would love for you to follow. But look for gentle yoga. When it comes to yoga, yoga is not a fitness level. It is a practice level. So if you are just beginning, you should always start at the beginners and work your way up. Because at the end of the day, it does become a preference. It's funny because so many people, as much as they want less stress, they're tired of always giving their all. It is funny how we always go towards a workout that makes us sweat. Right? They want things that pushes them to go harder. 
they want it where even in this even when we're doing yoga everybody wants to do the extra you know extra stretch and i'm just like why didn't you just injure yourself but you're going for the extra so you start off in gentle and there's nothing wrong with you starting off in gentle and doing the ones that you can do gentle all level it's really varies per teacher not everything that is gentle feels gentle not everything all level is all level it's doable but it is not gentle it is not all level so perspective is different because at the end of the day you will have a preference and we have a knowledge as teachers in experience (laughs) I'd like to think so and that's all you're gonna do don't focus on how many days to do this right focus on at least once a week once you get yourself at a place where you could hang and handle then start having it where you start taking notes I like how we do a seated practice like this I like the ability to go on my knees here. I like the ability of this and this and this. Go for what you like. Go for what you like. And gain confidence in that. And just stay here for a year or five or ten years. And what you should do is add more days. Rather than add a level of practice, just add more days of being in gentle. And the reason why I want you to just stay here is because this is something where you need to explore. The hardest part in teaching yoga is a student's ability to be honest with themselves. When we're with others, we tend to kind of like act like we know more when we don't. And there's nothing wrong with that, but injuries come into play, right? A lot of things are being hidden, not being honest. The lack of integrity comes into play. And it takes people a while. Insecurities come up. People have resentment. People lash out. You'd be amazed about what happens. I get students all the time, they swear to me that they are able and capable, tell me all the time how much they really want to do this, and the next thing you know, when that time comes, when they are being challenged, they start to get upset, they start to get mad at me, they start to speak against it. But the thing is, that's not my fault, right? That's not my problem. That's yours. And that's what exactly happens in a practice. Here's the thing. The great part about also practicing at home, though many people, yes, I do understand, I would have the preference of going to a studio because I just don't have the ability to do it at home. You, I just can't be accountable. 
And that's a thing too. That's a challenge to look into. That is something to work on. And all you got to do is work on it once a week. Right? Why are you struggling here? Why are you being a brat here? Why aren't you having control here? Why aren't you gaining confidence here? What is it about here just you are you scared of? This is where I want you to be in having your own home practice. All right. If you want to learn more about me, stay tuned. Hey, everyone. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you are new to this podcast, let me tell you what this podcast is about. It's about the yoga sutras of my life, my pearls of wisdom, of my own life experiences, my experiences. In some way, it may not work anything with you, and in a lot of ways, it might. Hopefully, it'll be something that will help you through your journey. Hopefully, it'll help you give you a different perspective on a thought that came up that's similar to what just happened. Or it doesn't, and you move on. If you'd like to find out more about me, I'm not going to give you the new website, because the thing is, I'm about to do a whole different thing. But... You could find me on Facebook, Practice Yoga with Joy. Check me out there. All right? So with that said, I love you.